to Gab and Jam, episode 293. All right, all right, all right. So what are we talking about today? All right, so today's episode is how has songwriting changed over the years? Over the years. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow. That's that's deep. It is, but we're going to try to keep it short. <laughs> Uh, three main so things. We kind of talk about like, like popular songwriting, right? Yeah. Just songwriting in general. Um, okay, so let's see. Independent artists. No, no, I'm just saying like pop songs. That, that's all I'm trying to say. I mean, we're not talking about like classical stuff and all the rest of that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, because that just gets so deep. So let's just kind of say for this. Okay. Let's just think in terms of popular music, you know. Uh, that sounds good. Right. Okay. You know, a tisket, a tasket, you know. <laughs> Kind of okay. stuff, right? Well, you, you, you had the jazz kind of stuff and, you know, okay. and show tunes and all the rest of that kind of stuff. That Those used to be like the pop songs yes. of the day. So that's the first thing. The right. first thing to consider with how his songwriting changed over the years is culturally, what is a particular genre has completely changed? Right. So when you say pop today, when you say rock today, when you say R&B today, right. um, you, it means something completely different from yesteryear. Right. And then also there are genres that nobody ever heard of. Right, right. And you know, because like minstrel shows, you know, I mean, those used to be, they would produce the pop songs of that day. You know what I mean? And so, and then as you got into you know, jazz and that kind of thing. You what when you getting, say jazz, right? You know, that means completely different things to different people. Well, and over the years, but right, it has evolved. Jazz has evolved over the years, yeah. but you know, you had like you know, uh, you know, vocalists like Ella Fitzgerald mm-hmm. and you know people like that who were you know doing like these standards, mm-hmm. uh, and and they probably weren't standards at the time, right. but you know right. things that evolved into being standards, yeah. right? But, you know, very complicated, you know, chords and mm-hmm. chord changes and things like that, you know, that we used to see. But I think bubbling under all of that, mm-hmm. you know, which is kind of apropos that I started off with that, mm-hmm. is the blues. Okay. So I think that the blues has always been a cornerstone, especially with American popular oh, music. Yeah. It has been the thing that has always infused itself. Yeah. Uh, you know, with whether it was, you know, you think about religious music that yeah. came over that became gospel because yeah. of the blues. Yeah. Or, you know, you think about classical music to me became jazz because of what? The blues. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. that the blues yeah. is always on country music, you know, country western music. Yeah. It has what? The blues. Yeah. You know, it's and definitely like, rock. Right, right. Rock yeah. and roll yeah. has sure. the blues. Yeah. R and B has what? The blues. Yeah. You know, yeah. so so everything yeah has this undercurrent to me, especially with American popular music yeah. of the blues. Mm-hmm. That the blues is always this yeah. this undercurrent of what always injects and itself. I, yeah, that, and I know? guess even the, ethos, uh, the ethos of, if you look at something like Dream Pop or some of these others, uh, with the emo type of, it's still, the, the emotion even, yeah. it kind of still harkens or, back or, to the ideas. Or the progressions. It's like, like these progressions, the... You know, the, the fact that we use the blues scale, the, the fact that, you know, there's these certain tones that we have within, you know, our regular pop music that to me harkens back to the blues. And, and when I was younger and I would hear something like that, uh, that would always make me say, what are you talking about? Right. You know, yeah. it's, this this is not the blues. But right. once you start playing it yeah. and you start kind of understanding, oh, wow, there's... Yeah. You know, like the more I played the blues or 
listen to the blues was I able to say, you know, Jimi Hendrix was really a blues yes, guitar player. He was. You yes, know what yes, I mean? Yes, that, yes, that, yes, that's, yes. that's the cornerstone. Yeah. I mean, that is definitely the house and I mean, the foundation in which he built everything. Yeah. And I think for us, as far as public music goes, that has kind of been there, you know. Um, but as we've kind of seen the way that public music has changed, yeah. like over the years from being, I, I think to some degree, you know, it started off to me being more complicated. Okay. You know, okay. Um, it, well, let me kind of take that back a little bit. Because I, I think the pop song, if we go back to the 40s and that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. the two-minute pop song existed. Yeah. The three-minute yeah. pop song yeah. existed. Yeah. So, so that was there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably by the time we get to the 60s and artists start to, I guess, uh, get a little bit more self-indulgent, <laughs> you know I mean, and probably take themselves a little bit too seriously. Well, they write, we start, uh, write about their lives and the things they believe in. You start getting album-oriented type of rock. Yeah. You start getting these things where... You know, uh, when an artist would put out an album, it became, you know, like Dark Side of the Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, even before that, Sgt. Pepper, uh, Pat Sounds, uh, you know, Stevie Wonder's songs in the Key of Life, uh, Marvin Gaye's What's Going On. They be- these albums, you know, David Bowie and the Ziggy Stardust stuff, uh, <laughs> you know. All of that stuff where, where, you know, we start getting these conceptual statements that, you know, um, artists would make. Matter of fact, with Led Zeppelin, they refused to release Stairway to Heaven as a single, you know, because they're like, you know, hey, that, that's, that's getting away from this whole standard right. that we have, you know, of the, giving that, a meal, giving right. a complete picture. The whole yeah. thing. So yeah. you, you got more, you had longer intros, mm-hmm. you had all the rest of that kind of stuff. Yeah going on. And I think that even kind of evolved into the 80s. Uh, Rick Beato just recently did uh, what is what makes the song great on the Eurythmics, uh, Here Comes the Rain Again. Yeah. And one of the things that he analyzed was that it had this long intro. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't do that today. Right. So that, you know? thank you, that takes us to the second point. Another thing to consider about how songwriting has changed over the years right. is the modern songwriter's uh, mantra is what? Don't bore us, get to the core. Right. And right. so, you know, you were talking about holding back the years, how when we listen to yeah. it now, it's like that is not, would not be emblematic of, of a, a typical pop song today. It would not be. Or even things from like uh, back to the, the statement albums on um, Peter Gabriel's Soul. Oh, yeah. You know, and then all the great songs that are on that, just the, the pop music ear today isn't going to sit for that. Yeah. You know, and I think one of the things that's happened is hip-hop. And, you know, and I'm not saying this as a a rag on hip-hop, but to me, hip-hop is more rhythmic than melodic. And so, um, I I feel like today's music, in some ways, because hip-hop is so influential, Mm -hmm. it, it has more of an emphasis on the rhythmic component. Okay. Uh, than it does on the melodic component. Okay. And so I, I think that that kind of leans lends itself to, mm-hmm. hey, you know, you know, don't bore us, get to the chorus mm-hmm. type of thing, you know, because of the simple fact that I, you can make a song today with very little 
melodic information. Yeah. You know, and... Uh, and You're talking about, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah whatever it might be. I'm, I'm just saying, but it, it's, it, that's possible. Yeah. Little to no. Yeah. Melodic yeah. information, you can make a song today, and I don't think at any other point in time in history that we really kind of have that, mm. where the rhythmic component was, was such a big aspect of mm. what we do. And I, I think that's probably been the advent of, you know, things like the groove boxes, you know, whether it's, you know, the SP-1200 stuff, the NPCs, and the rest of unboxing video for yeah. the uh, NPC Plus One. I'll put it down in the description in case you guys want And all the rest of those yeah. type of devices that's out there. And, you know, the fact that people take samples and kind of chop them up and do things with them where you are looking to do things more rhythmically and less right. melodically. And sometimes the emphasis is less on that. And so, you know, you might hear things that feel like, oh, kind of out of tune or whatever yeah. else. You know, and I think it's because of the simple fact that there's more of an emphasis on the rhythmic component and less on the melodic okay. part of it. You know, and I'm not saying that that's all music. Again. Right. I'm just but, saying that I think- hip hop is- is internationally influential. It oh is. my goodness! It is just to hold the hip hop culture and and just all of that musically. Right. Like you said, you can go almost to any country and they have their version of you know the stuff that we hear on radio here on right. radio. You mean uh, on Spotify here? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do think that that is a point that it. Yeah, and I probably finish songs. You know, I I, I think we do. I we yeah. probably finish songs with less melodic information today than we did maybe 20 years ago. You think so? Yeah, I mean, it just just saying that as far as just having as many, like, instrumental parts uh, that, you okay. know, make I about to say, we as many more changes. Probably more harmony, because we have more tracks. Yeah, that, well, well, harmonies, that, that that's true, but I'm just yeah. saying as far as just changes and things okay. like that, right. and I think a lot of it's because you can do a lot more Sometimes with rhythm mm -hmm. and with, you know, it just differently than what you could do a long time ago. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it, to make something interesting a long time ago, it would it would take a little bit more mm -hmm. from, a, you know, a musical, you know, perspective to do it. Yeah. You know, than what you have now. And I'm not saying one way is better yeah. or yeah. worse as just, much as it's it different. change, yeah. Right, yeah. you know. And then you actually already have alluded to no, the third thing to consider with how, how how have songs changed over the years, songwriting changed, is personal changes. So, like you were saying, we used to do more of an introduction, yeah. you know, to the song. Yeah. And now, yeah. sometimes... We even start directly into the chorus. Right. I, I do that a lot now. I mean, you know, so now, now Rogers, you know, that's something that they used to do with Sheik, too. Mm -hmm. You know, they would start with the chorus, yeah. but they would have an intro, mm -hmm. you know, and, and so you would have that longer intro and all the rest of that kind of stuff. But yeah, you know, kind of jumping right off into the chorus, mm -hmm. you know, not spending too long on a verse mm -hmm. and your know, pre chorus, having usually. Maybe two verses. Right. That's what you, you know, said. Instead, instead of having instead of like three. three. Yeah. Used to, you know. Used to be more of a standard of three. Yeah. You yeah. know, I, so, you know, you tend to not do that as yeah. much anymore. And I can't even say it's necessarily a conscious effort towards it as much as I just think even my ear mm -hmm. has been more trained Mm -hmm. to, to think, think about music that way. I think, so. well, and I think it's even beyond music 
I mean, your ear is probably trained to. You were saying before that you'd rather have people play it twice than to have them turn it off halfway through. Right. That you rather leave them wanting more. Right. And so shortening, and I'm saying that even as far as our episodes, when we first started Gab and Jam. Right. So I'm saying even culturally, we used to do 45 minutes easily. If you go back and, and watch some of those earlier ones. Yeah. And I'm saying now, I think 10 to 15, no more than 20 minutes. Right. It's more than enough time. Yes. And that's the same thing for me. It's like, and, and usually it starts with me. It's like, you know, when we're listening to it. Yeah. If I feel like, okay, this song's over. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then that's when it needs to stop. Yeah. You know, and then it's sort of like saying to myself, okay, so now how can I make that whatever period of time that I've been sitting there listening to it mm-hmm. more interesting? Yeah. You know, how can I make even that more interesting where I feel like, hey, I want to hear it again. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I want to hear it again. Yeah. You know, and sometimes, you know, if a song ends up being three minutes long, it's three minutes long. Yeah. If it ends up being over four minutes long or whatever. That's fine. It's right. because it felt right. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. that, that that that's the thing. It's got to feel good. If an intro feels good. Yeah. You know, if yeah. a song is, is is begging for an intro, yeah. then give it an intro. <laughs> you know, but some songs, to me, don't beg for it. Yeah. You know, some songs are like, hey, I want to get started. Yeah. Or, you know, we may do songs like Rings, mm-hmm. where what we do is we say, okay, we're going to do an intro, but it's going to be new it's going to be different melodic information mm-hmm. that I'm going to give you mm-hmm. here. That's a bit rhythmic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So okay. it's kind of mixing the two together. Uh-huh. You know? So, and that's the thing that I think we've started to evolve into doing now is doing more with like using vocals as instruments mm-hmm. as kind of part of the arrangement yeah. to give you both melodic and rhythmic information mm-hmm. within Same one, time. right? Mm-hmm. But I think that again, that's it's more efficient. And it's 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 it's, it's something I heard from Zed. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. like uh, what was that song he did with uh, the in the middle? Uh, oh, uh, was that maybe Rexa or it no, Mary Morris. Morris? Yeah, the middle. Yeah. You know that, that with that little humming part that they had. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's going yeah. through. The, you know that that part is like I, I like that the yeah. way he's using that. It's giving me both a uh, rhythm. Yeah, and it's giving me this melodic information. Yeah, and it's, which creates a vibe. Right, yeah. it creates a vibe for the song, yeah. and it's like okay, I you know I've got to yeah. start trying to figure out how to use that. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, again, it, you can rag on stuff today, but yeah. it's just some people are really coming up with some good ideas. Charlie Poof, he's got a lot oh, of different yeah. things where he does that, too. Yeah. And it's, you know, I I, I love it. You yeah. know what I mean? It, it really kind of inspires me to, hey, do something new. Yeah. Think, think differently, you know, yeah. try to keep things fresh, you know, yeah. so. Okay, yeah, keep it interesting for us. Right. You know, every time we approach something and add something, it's not just for other people. Most of the time, it's, it, it's so always for us. us. It's it always for us. Because, you know, you, you guys might be like, I don't give a shit. Right. You know what I mean? You know, I don't want to hear it. It right. doesn't sound good to me. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Right. Whatever. Right. But I know for me, I'm like saying, I, I like this. Yeah. I like what it's doing. Yeah. You know, and there's some hits. There's some misses. There's, you know, stuff that's in between. Yeah. You know, but hey, it that's all kind of part of the creative process yeah. of just constantly producing, you know, material. And constantly discovering what new 
Yes. New you can add, what else change, can I add? what how can I, I write? Yeah. How, yeah. how can I make this more interesting? Yeah. What else can I do to yeah. this? You know, if I'm looking, if I'm like, oh, I'm not quite sure about this. You know, it's like, oh, okay, that might be a little bit of something else I can tweak and do and do this and do this and yeah. do that. You know, because I think that was like... Uh, Another song that we have, uh, More Love Planted. Mm-hmm. You know, it was sort of like, start out as an idea that I wasn't crazy about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just kept kind of messing with it, mm-hmm. twisting it this way, twisting it that way, trying this, trying that, trying this. And it's like, you know, that's like one of the few songs where I feel like we uh, coerced a song or, <laughs> or molded a song out of just play. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, then, you know, a clay of an idea mm-hmm. where it actually is like, oh, you know, this is actually turned into a it's pretty decent like, song. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, you know, but it took a lot to kind of get there and yeah. it took a lot of technology to get there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we were on tape mm-hmm. if that would have happened. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, I mean, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm not sure if that same type of magic happens, you know. After that same vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. All right, what about you guys? How has songwriting changed for you? Yeah. Either in your personal process or observations that you made about songwriting by others. Yeah, yeah, definitely uh, comment, yes. you, know, you know, and, and let us know if you like what we're talking about, if you yes. like what we're talking about, and please just... Speak your heart, speak yeah. your mind. If you feel like, oh, there's a bunch of crap, you know, you know <laughs> say it. You know, I mean, it's, and of it's course, sort of if you have yeah. topics that you'd like us to, to investigate, cover, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, investigate. I can't even talk. Even <laughs> to cover, investigate, to look right. into. Hey, we love. Well, to, yeah, you know, or you want to further the discussion, yeah. and you say, hey, you know, maybe you guys could do like a, a live stream where you're talking about this. Yeah, where we can be more interactive. Yeah, or whatever yeah. else. We're, down for, we're into live streaming now. Right. You so. want to do that? Let's do that. You know, so. Yeah. We're looking to hear from you. Yeah. All right. Um, Speaking of live stream. Yeah, we yeah. got a live stream coming up June on 30th. June 30th. 7 p.m. Yeah, Easter. Doing what? One Love, Find a Way music video. Yeah. And we'll be talking with you guys. Yeah, we will it's be. been fun. Um, it is getting easier. Because, you know, at first I was like teeth chattering, trying to get the tech together. And now, you know, it's a lot easier to understand what to do and how to do it and all that. So, it's making it a little bit more fun. Yep. All right. If you dig the vibe and you want to be a part of the tribe, be sure to subscribe. We're wishing you love, peace, and chicken grease.